Hello everyone, welcome back to Both Sides. My name's Lily and today we will be discussing how capitalism impacts the unemployment rate and the dangers of the free market. So this is my second official episode, so I hope you guys enjoyed the last one and learned something from it. Make sure to email me if you have any questions, problems, you wanna debate with me or you agree with me. Um, Just contact me and yeah, Let's get started with this episode. Okay, so I just want to clear this up from the last episode. If it sounds like I'm like reading off of something, I have a bunch of notes. So I'm reading my own work. If I give you statistics or I give you like a passage out of a book, I'll say what I'm getting it from. And I'll cite the source like I did last time with the OECD statistics. Um... But yeah, I want to clear that up. So I have a bunch of notes because you'll probably be able to tell throughout the season that I have like ADHD. So yeah, I can't concentrate very well. So I need to have like notes in front of me. So if I'm reading, it's like I've already written it for the episode. Okay, so I have three points I'm going to make throughout this episode. Um, I'm going to start off with the unemployment rate. So for point one, One of the many arguments for pro-capitalism consists of the unemployment rate dropping, but I don't think capitalism is what affected the numbers. So when Donald Trump was elected, he's a, and we all know he's a very prominent advocate for a capitalist economy. In his second year, he signed the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. I'm gonna call it the TCJA. So he did this on December 22nd, 2017. So this lowered the maximum corporate tax rate from 35% to 21%. If you want to go more in depth on that, if you want me to go more in depth on that, you can go back to the last episode. I talked a little bit more about the standard deduction. But um, yeah, so basically this means America, working class America, receives larger bills to pay for the public services we use. And it took a big chunk out of where the tax money was going to pay the higher interest on the national debt. So, um, yeah, additionally, the country's unemployment rate dropped from 3.5% in fall 2019. So no evidence whatsoever shows Trump or his administration's monetary establishments or regulatory policies caused this 50-year low. The unemployment rate was already steady declining as our recovery from the Great Recession before he took office. Even with these positive job results, the unemployment rate was already falling. So, and the number of unemployed people under President Trump are still at worse levels than at any time during President Obama's two terms and the Great Recession. This does have to do with his health policies, which affect his economic policies. But I can go into that if you email me and you want me to do an episode about that, I can. Um, Okay, so that's it for point one. I'm going to move on to point two. Okay, moving on to point two, we're going to talk about how the working class, lower classes were out of the scope of operation for these controls on our economy. So the U.S. economy isn't doing well. It's on the contrary. We say all the time that we're doing well, but I literally just talked about the TCJA, which added $1 trillion to our national debt over 10 years. So that's great. But we're not doing well at all. We hear about how these people are like shooting cars into space. Like those are accomplishments the U.S. made. But no one ever talks about how like small the portion of the population 
is doing, like this small portion of the population, the wealthy elite is doing really well, but the bulk of the population were not being talked about. No one's saying anything about how we're being exploited. And the only way we make these accomplishments in America is because we, like society is literally built on the backs of like the working class, the lower classes. So the people they are exploiting. Okay, so it does cause though inequality, market failure, damage to the environment, short-termism, excess materialism, and boom and bust economic cycles, which I went more in depth on in the last episode. But capitalism hasn't reorganized production and employment in the poorest regions, which basically means the bulk of the labor force is outside its scope of operation. So under such conditions, capitalism doesn't thrive and economies remain poor. So right now we kind of have a check on capitalism where it's kind of a watered down version of capitalism. It would be even worse. Like it would be way worse than it is now, but still. It's really bad right now for the majority of the population. So capitalism doesn't thrive under these conditions. This is exactly the economic situation America is in right now. And we need to make a change if we're ever gonna recover from this. So let's move on to point three. Okay, so point three, we're gonna talk a little bit about the free market. So one of the most prominent components of capitalism is the free market. So basically a free market is one where voluntary exchange and the laws of supply and demand provide the sole basis for the economic system without government intervention. So that may sound like the ideal like basis of an economy, but without government intervention, the government can't protect employees' rights, protect the environment, and hold corporations accountable for the amount of power they have in a very business-driven society. So our whole, our whole lives are affected by business because literally our economy plays such an important role in our lives and is so business driven that there's no way it couldn't affect us. So it affects like almost every aspect of our lives. So in capitalism, this type of economic system is controlled by the market forces of supply and demand, which I talked a little bit more about in episode one. So as opposed to government controls that involve intervention so we can mitigate the impacts of basically unregulated commerce, I guess. So this ranges from environmental damage to labor abuses. Without regulations, free enterprise cheats the majority of our population. While a small group of the wealthy elite control our economy and greatly influence the government decisions and policies, swaying the politics in their favor, using money as a sole means to get away with things they shouldn't be able to get, get away with, while the rest of the population is suffering under their control. So they're not doing anything for us. They have made the society, they wouldn't have been um, successful in making this society, successful in controlling this society without the working class. So we have that we have almost no protections from them because this small group of the wealthy elite has all the protections we should have. So the people in this group of the wealthy elite, they have the protections against labor abuses. They have the protections against supply and demand and and they're like business economy, like the businesses they interact with. 
and the deals they make on the higher level, that's where there are the controls we should all have so we can all be protected and not be cheated by these people. So basically, they're above the law, but we're not. The rest of us is not. This small group of the wealthy elite because they have more money than us. So I hope you guys learned something from this episode. Please contact me, email me if you have any questions. Like I said in the beginning, just listen what I said in the beginning. So yeah, thank you so much for listening. I, like I said, I hope you learned something. And yeah, I'll see you guys in the next episode. And tell me what you want me to talk about. Okay, thank you for listening. Bye.